Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph. Thank you for tuning in to episode 21. So over the last couple of days, I have been pushed outside of my comfort zone as I've traveled to present in Akron, Ohio at the Teach Better Conference. Man, do I have some stories for y'all. Stay tuned. Be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. That's what I kept thinking over and over again. I love to share and I love to learn. So naturally, being an instructional technology coach, an educational consultant, and a professional development presenter is easy for me. So you would think. If you think that's the truth, then you're wrong. Because there's a lot that goes into it. I spend hours and hours and hours trying to do research. I do a lot of personal reflection over my last almost 17 years in education because I'm the type of presenter, I'm going to talk to you and be transparent about the mistakes that I have made and the things that I've learned in hopes that other people will not make those same mistakes. Um, And my new ways of thinking, because over the last 17 years, as I've become a wife and a mother, and the more that I've been in education, um, some things that I used to think I don't think anymore, some things that I used to believe in, I don't believe in anymore. And that's just showing that I'm growing. It's not anything wrong with that. That's what it's supposed to be. I'm not staying stagnant at all. And so um, when I create these presentations, I'm very selective about the fonts and the font size and the color. Is it going to be present, you know, pleasing to the eye? I think about the people that are sitting close in the presentation and those that are sitting in the back. It's just all of these things that I think about. And then um, another thing that I guess a lot of people don't really think about, a lot of folks say, oh, you just, it just seems like it just flows from you. Um, because I've practiced and practiced and practiced and I'm talking to myself in the car and I'm talking to myself as I get ready and I'm practicing over and over again so that it starts to flow from me like it's just natural, but it's not natural. There's a lot of time that goes into it looking like it's natural. Um, I lose sleep. Like a lot of times I lose sleep over like, what am I going to say? Should I say it in this order? How do I want to say it? I want to make sure that it's engaging and that people leave better than when they came and they feel energized and empowered when they leave my session. Um, Another thing that I do is I stress over like, what am I going to wear? And, you know, how should I wear my hair? And will I talk too fast? And is this information even relevant to the people that are attending? Like, you know, I, I think about all those things. And all of these things that I'm talking about, those are the things that run through my head when I'm presenting at my school or I'm presenting within my district. Let's not even talk about how over the last few days, I presented in Akron, Ohio at the Teach Better Conference. Now, I've been presenting at schools and educational conferences for over 10 years, but this is the farthest that I've been. And this by far had people that 
I would consider heavy hitters in education. You're talking about people that have written several books, folks that have websites and um, they have lots of followers and they have lots of listeners on their podcast and they have like t-shirts and cups and all kinds of stuff that they're selling. And, you know, I'm just doing my little podcast. I'm kind of, you know, just that's basically all that I do. And I present locally and, you know, that's been what I've been doing. And to be honest with you, it was expensive to come to um, this conference. So in education, for those of you that are not in education, unless you're like a big heavy hitter, no one's really paying for you to present. Like people are doing that out of the kindness of their heart. I can put in some paperwork when I get back to my district and get some credit for the last two days that I have been in Akron. But, you know, and they did take care of my um, my registration. Um, So that was kind of expensive. So they did take care of that. But, you know, I had to get a flight. I had to get hotel, um, food. I had to get a lift to and from the venue every day. So, you know, I this was a sacrifice for me. But I also think of it as an investment in myself. I set some goals for myself for 2019 to stretch myself as a presenter, as an educator, as an educator, um, to share my passion and my purpose with more people. And I'm really, really proud of myself because this is the last couple of days in this decade. And in 2019, I started a podcast and I went, you know, I, I went to Ohio to present among some really great people that are doing some great things to empower teachers to do what's best for kids. So again, you got to be careful what you ask for because you just might get it and you can let all kinds of things keep you from doing it. There's been a lot of fear over the last couple of months um, because this conference came like out of the blue, like seriously, I will talk about how this all happened in another podcast, but you know, it just came out of nowhere and every step of the way there's been these little things that have gotten me out of my comfort zone but you know approaching these things has been very feel fearful and I haven't slept well over the last couple of weeks to be honest with you and I know it's because of this trip but it definitely was well worth it now did I mention that I have not flown in over 10 years and did I also mention that I don't like small spaces Mm-hmm. Yes. So the plane that left my local airport was very small to me. It probably was a regular size plane, but in my mind, it was super small. And I was freaking out. Like I had to talk to myself like, listen, you have committed. Your word means everything. You told these people you were going to come. You're on their website. Uh, you've paid the money. Um, you know you don't have any money to waste. Yes, you think that you are Beyonce when you do your concerts in the bathroom. You think that you're Beyonce when you do your concerts in your car. Um, Yes, you like to reference Beyonce in your presentations, but honey, you don't have Beyonce money. You have teacher, instructional coach, money. You've got to get on the plane and you've got to stay on the plane. And I had to have this conversation with myself, literally, Um, I had everything in my lap, my coat, my book bag, my purse, and the flight attendant had to come to me and say, ma'am, you're going to have to put your bag, um, your bags up under the seat in front of you. And then I asked her, I said, well, can I keep my coat and my scarf in my lap? And I think she just felt sorry for me. And she was like, yes, you can, you can keep that in your lap. Now, I don't know if I thought like I was just going to like run off the plane at any moment, 
but I just wasn't having it. It just seemed so permanent if I put my stuff away. So anyway, so I take um, a flight from my local um, airport to Philly. Well, when we get there, they're not letting us off the plane. And TikTok, like it's like 12 o'clock and I have to catch my next flight from Philly to Akron at 1230. <sighs> Y'all. I had to run through the Philadelphia airport to catch my flight from Philadelphia to Akron. Like I'm literally running like I'm the main character on a Lifetime movie and I'm trying to catch my lover that's getting ready to get on a plane and be out of my life forever. And you know that we were raised on an apple farm somewhere in some small town that no one's ever heard of. And this is our last chance at love I am running through this airport, okay? I get on the plane and I ask the lady, breathing hard. I am literally the next to the last person to get on the plane. So I ask the um, flight attendant, I say, "I, I wasn't able to use the restroom. Can I use the restroom before the plane takes off? She says, yes, you have a few minutes. So I'm gonna go back to what I said before. I don't like small spaces. That bathroom was so small. I I don't understand why they can't take those back two seats and do like a renovation on this flight to make that bathroom just a little bit more spacious. And then when I looked and saw that they want like mothers to change their babies on the top of the toilet, who, when, where, like, why would you... Oh, I need to talk to the airplane people. I don't know what the official name of the airplane people are, but I need to talk to the airplane people about some renovations that need to be done about the bathrooms. But anyway, I'm gonna get off of that. So I digress. So I come out of the bathroom and I'm waiting for our flight to start. It's 1230. It's one o'clock. It's 1.30. It's two o'clock. The plane did not leave until 2.15. So you made me sit on the plane. You, back it up. You made me use the small bathroom. Let's back it up. You made me run through the Philadelphia airport like I was the main character in a Lifetime movie chasing my lover who I've known since a small I was a small child on an apple farm. I went through all of that for us to sit for an hour and 45 minutes. And this is what the pilot kept saying. They were waiting for maintenance. They were waiting for a maintenance report. And I'm thinking, you know what? As a substitute Like, do y'all not have substitute planes? I used to be a substitute teacher. So I kind of jump in when the teacher, the main teacher can't come to class. They pull a substitute teacher. Y'all don't have any substitute planes. Maybe I should work for the, um, the airplane people, the airport. Like I, I, that's what I need to do. I need to tell them about, listen, y'all need to have just a parking lot full of reserved planes and you just pull them up. Keep working on the plane. I want everything to go well with the plane, but I also need to already get to Akron because I'm already freaking about freaking out about flying on this plane. And now you're telling me there are maintenance issues? They didn't offer us no drinks, alcoholic beverages. That's what I really needed. 
I needed a, a spicy communion. That's what I like to call it. I needed some spicy communion. They didn't offer that. Chips, dip, nothing. They did come around about 2 o'clock with some cookies that I don't even like. I ate them because I was hungry. It is what it is. But I, the whole situation was crazy. So anyway, I finally make it to Akron. And I'm thinking that, okay, I've been pushed to my comfort zone, out of my comfort zone so many times. And I'm thinking like the worst thing is going to happen. And I was afraid that they were going to lose my luggage because my friend Thomas, his luggage got lost when he traveled to Philly in, in the summertime. Well, luckily they didn't lose my luggage. So then I have to get a lift. This was my first time getting a lift. I'd gotten an Uber before, but I never rode in an Uber before by myself. So again, y'all might've heard this in past podcast but I like to watch Dateline NBC and I kept thinking what if my Lyft driver kidnaps me and harvests my organs comfort zone try listen fear like the worst case scenario why would that happen but when that does happen to people do they think they don't think that's gonna happen this is the kind of stuff that runs through my head so I realized at my first airport in my local area of my hometown that I don't have any socks. I brought my boots because I knew it was going to snow and rain and all this stuff in Akron, but I didn't have any socks. So the nice Lyft driver, she stopped by Walmart. I ran in, got some socks, came back out, come to the hotel. I check in the hotel, haven't slept in a hotel by myself in over 10 years. I'm always with my family or with my friends, another level of getting out of my comfort zone. And there are so many ways along like as I reflect about this whole day one if I would have had someone else with me like a lot of this stuff probably wouldn't have even occurred to me but I really feel like the universe was saying you've got to get used to doing stuff by yourself you've got to get used to traveling by yourself and presenting in places where you don't know a soul in the room and this was just a training ground for me this was just practice and how I handled this was really a precursor to what is to come. And I'm excited about it now, but it's really been freaking me out. So anyway, I get to the hotel, I iron my clothes, I'm practicing. I had two presentations. I had one that was like 45 minutes and another one that was kind of like a TED Talk. And so I had to practice those because the TED Talk one, that presentation was 15 minutes, had to get that down pat. And then the other one, it was 45 minutes. I've given this presentation before, but I usually do it within an hour. So I had to scale some things back. So anyway, I practice, I take my shower, I check in with Mark, who's my husband, if you're new to the podcast, and Jeffrey, who's my son, if you're new to the podcast. And then I lay down and I am thinking about my day and I'm exhausted. And this is the end of day one. And then it occurs to me, honey, if you think day one pushed your comfort zone, you haven't even presented yet. You've not even made it to day two. Now, you know my goal is to always make sure that this presentation, excuse me, this episode is 15 around 15 minutes or less. And so I just wanted to talk to you about my day one challenge of my comfort zone and all of the things that I had to get over and get out of my way about. Um, I'm going to come back to you on Saturday and talk to you about part two, day two. But I just wanted to share this part about setting goals and being ready when those goals come to meet you. Um, Being careful what you ask for because you just might get it and you might be pleasantly surprised. 
being willing to do things on your own and not always have the support of everyone else. You you might not be able to have a group of people or either one other person with you. You got to go by yourself sometimes and that's okay. Just keep stepping forward, keeping it moving. As I like to say, keep swimming and just living life and, and, and seeing what these adventures are bringing to you. So that's the part that I, that's the part that I wanted to share with you today. I really hope that you're going to stay tuned and come back on Saturday. I really want to thank you for tuning in today. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, and follow me on Twitter at psjoseph718 and on Instagram at greaterisinme underscore. Until next time, show yourself some love and remember to take time each day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying, "Greater is in me."